six o'clock and good morning on behalf of each and every one of us and at Radio Pulpit and K-Pulpit on the teams. Great being with you this morning and what a privilege to say may you and I be blessed in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit today. Good morning. Paul is writing to the Italian Christians in Rome, and he's telling them a wonderful thing. Romans 5, Romans 5, verse 1 to 5, he says, Since then, we have been put into a right relationship with God in consequence of faith. Let us enjoy peace with Him through our Lord Jesus Christ. We've put We've been put in the right relationship with God, our Father, because of our faith. And then he says, let us enjoy peace with Him, our God, our Father, through our Lord Jesus Christ, through Him by faith. We are in possession of an introduction to this grace in which we stand. And let us glory in the hope of the glory of God. What a word. Let us glory in the hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but let us find a cause of glorifying where? In our troubles. Let us find a cause of glorifying when? In our troubles. For we know that trouble produces Fortitude, and fortitude produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not prove an illusion, because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who is given unto us. What a word. What a change. Paul telling the Christians in Rome going through much persecution in very difficult times in much troubles and trials and tribulations and whatever. He says to them, we are in the right relationship with God by the consequence of our faith. So let us enjoy peace when in our troubles with Him, our God, we call Father through our Lord Jesus Christ, Romans 5. Through Him by faith, we are in possession of an introduction to this grace in which we stand. And let us glory in the hope of the glory of God, not only that, but let us find a cause of glorifying in our troubles. For we know that trouble produces fortitude, and fortitude produces character, and character produces hope. Hope does not prove an illusion, because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given unto us. Oh, hope for those Christians in Rome way back. What a lyrical passage in which Paul almost sings the intimate joy of his confidence in God, admits all the trouble. Trusting faith has done what labor or work to produce the works of the Lord or the law 
could never do. It's been given a, to man by Jesus Christ. And through His grace, we are in a new relationship with God. And before Jesus came, no man ever could ever be really close to God. And you and I, New Testament Christians, we are the Lord God's children by the grace of Christ. You know the story of the prodigal son in Luke chapter 15. I don't have to explain that to you. Now the love of God changes prodigal sons as Luke 15's prodigal son, die verloren into precious saints. Just think about that. Huh? Think about that. The lady at the well at Samariah, she was so lost. And God's love through Jesus' grace, by the power of the Holy Spirit, changed that woman who was a prodigal woman into a precious saint. And you have the testimony yourself as well, being transformed by Jesus' grace. Now what does Paul say? It's only when we realize that God is the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ that there comes into our lives that intimacy with Him, that new relationship, and Paul calls it justification, but we're not talking about that this morning. Through Jesus, says Paul, we have an introduction to this grace in which we stand. Now, the word he uses in Romans 5 for introduction, and I'm going deep into this text this morning, into the original Greek meaning, so that we may understand what Paul is saying, that we may have joy in the midst of our troubles because... We have been prodigal sons and daughters and changed by Jesus' grace into precious saints. Now, Paul tells them, you've been introduced to this grace. The word he uses for introduction in the uh, Greek text is prosachuche. Now, forget that big Greek name. The meaning of this big Greek name, prosachuche, introduction, it's got two pictures to this word, the first one. This word was regularly uh, uh, used for introducing or ushering someone into the presence of royalty, kings and queens. When you are ushered, say for instance you go to Buckingham Palace in London and you are ushered into Buckingham Palace into the great state room to meet Prince, uh, what's he called now, King Charles III, you are ushered into the presence of royalty. Now this word Paul is using, you have been ushered, you have been introduced into the presence of the King of Kings. It's the regular word for the approach of the worshipper to God. When I approach God to worship God, it is as if Paul is saying, Jesus Christ ushers us into the very presence of God. Jesus Christ opens the door for us to the presence of the King of Kings when we worship Him in our troubles. When that door is opened by Jesus' grace, what we find is grace, never condemnation, never judgment, never vengeance, but the sheer 
undeserved, incredible kindness of God. And this is what Paul is telling the people in Rome. You've been ushered into the presence of grace by Christ. But there's another picture to this word, which Paul used to be introduced into the presence of God. Prosahuche. It, in the Greek, it has another picture in it. In late Greek, it, uh, it, it was the word for the place where ships came in from a stormy sea, what we call a harbor. You see? When a ship comes in from the stormy sea into the harbor, if we take it that way, it means that so long as we try to depend on our own efforts, we are tempest-tossed like uh, people on a ship in a stormy sea threatened to be overwhelmed completely by the storms of life. But now that we have heard the word of Christ Jesus and His grace, we have reached at last the harbor, the haven, the safe place of God's love and grace. And we know the calm of depending not on what we can do for ourselves, but on what God has already done for us. And because of Jesus, we have entry to the presence of the King of Kings, entry to the harbor, to the haven, to the safe place of God's grace and love. Now, Paul is telling this in Romans 5 to these Italian Christians when they are in trouble. And it made me think, you and I, South Africa, the world. But let's stick to South Africa this morning. We are in so much trouble. There are so much despair in our country, so much hopelessness, so much poverty. There are little children at this very moment as I am speaking who are crying because they are hungry and there's nothing for them to eat. It grips me in my heart to think somewhere, and perhaps not very far from where I am sitting, there are children waking up this morning can't sleep because of their hunger and there's nothing to eat. The hopeless situation. And in this trouble, a gogo or a mother or a father is praying to God, or whatever your situation may be. Now, Paul says, in this trouble, you and I, we have entry to the presence of the King of Kings and entry to a safe harbor of God's grace. Now, these Christians in Rome, and I've said it so many times, they were burnt alive, they were smeared tar, and with a rope around them, they were binded to poles and set alight to be uh, lights at the banquets. They were thrown off cliffs, katakrima, I've talked about that so many times, blinded, uh, blindfolded, ankles together, hands behind their back, thrown off cliffs. It took 11 days to die. They were thrown to the wild beasts, 
the whole family. While the head of the family, the father, usually stood next to the emperor, he saw what's happening down with the wild beasts coming for his loved ones, and usually the head of the family, the father, who witnessed this, who didn't want to say, the emperor's lord, but Jesus' lord, he died of a heart attack before the wild beasts, the lions, etc., could get to his family down there. Now, in these situations, because the Christians in Rome said, Jesus is the Lord, not the emperor, to Iesu, to Crisu, Jesus is the Lord. And in this situation, Paul comes and tells them, you have been introduced, prosahuche the word, you have been ushered into the presence of royalty. And this is the word to approach God when you worship him in your troubles, says the word of God. Go and read it again, Romans 5, verse 1 to 5. As if Paul was saying, Jesus ushers you into the very presence of God. Jesus opens the door when you and I worship him, even in our troubles. Because he's the king of kings. And you are in the presence of royalty, worshipping the King of Kings. And that door is opened. And then I find grace, not condemnation. You may be that woman at the well in Samaria when Jesus asked her for water. She was skeptical. And Jesus said, I know who you are. I know what you've done. But I will give you living water and you'll never ever become thirsty again if you drink from the living water. She drank it. Her eyes of faith was opened and she discovered, Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. And the door was opened and she found grace, not condemnation, not judgment, not vengeance, but the sheer undeserved incredible kindness of God. John 3.16, for God so loved the Samaritan woman that whoever may believe when she believes in him, she will never perish but will have everlasting life. What an introduction to the incredible kindness of God. But that prosahuche, as I said, that introduction, Romans 5 verse 1, to be introduced into the presence of God, has another picture I said. It also means in the early Greek words, in the language of the Greeks, it's a place where ships come in from the ocean, where stormy seas uh, threatened to overwhelm the ships completely and they sank, they died and then that ship was brought into a harbor, a safe haven and if I take it that way I'm introduced into the safe 
haven, the calmness of a harbor where the storms of life cannot allow my ship of life to be sunk. If you are tempest-tossed through the storms of life, like these Italian Christians in Rome was, hear the word of God this morning. Jesus loves you so much that he brought you into the safe harbor. As Paul says, the prosahuche, the Greek word. And in that safe haven, you will admit your troubles. And the storms of life, it will rage on. The tempest-tossed seas will go on. You will have a calmness. You will have the peace that stands God at the door of your heart. Because you're not depending on what you can do for yourself anymore. But you are depending by faith on what God has done for you already. Because of Jesus, you and I have entry to the presence of the King of Kings. And you and I have entry to the haven, the harbor, the safe place of God's grace. You know, there's a story I read the other day about Franklin Graham. He was the son, or he is the son, of the late evangelist Billy Graham. And the story goes, Franklin Graham was a very troubled soul when he was a young man and one day he went roaring up to his dad's house on his Harley Davidson, I read the story he had a motorbike a Harley Davidson and he went up to uh, Reverend Billy Graham's house to ask for money, he walked right into a meeting of Billy Graham's executive board and without hesitation, when Franklin Graham, half drunk walked into the meeting where Billy Graham was meeting his executive uh, board. He opened his arms to his son, and then he proudly introduced his half-drunken son to every member of the board. Billy Graham did not apologize for his son or show any shame or guilt. And Franklin Graham writes in his autobiography, I'm a rebel with a cause. And God gave me love through my father and respect through my father. And today, Franklin Graham is walking in the footsteps of his late father, the famous, humble, reverend Billy Graham, the evangelists who turned the world upside down. God's love changes the prodigal son into precious saints. What about you this morning? Yeah, the troubles and the storms of life are there. But Jesus, by His grace, gives you entry into the presence of the King of Kings. And by Jesus' grace, you have come into the harbor, the safe place of God's haven. Why? Because Jesus loves you. 
this I know because the Bible has just told me so. <laughs>